Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode. Off the back of the latest rebranding of the podcast and kind of doing more regular episodes uh, twice a week at the moment, I thought it would be a good idea to kind of give you guys more of an insight as to how the whole podcast came about. Um, obviously, having been in about a year now and only doing about 20 episodes, a lot of the episodes at the start are quite are quite heavy and I've got quite a lot of content in them. So I thought I'd just simplify everything for you guys, especially the new followers. And um, again, I'm pretty grateful for all of you guys' support over the last month or so, especially since kind of kind of starting it up again. So the the idea of, of the podcast it, it came at the back end of 2018 for me and I just finished the uh, Mighty 10 season with Taranaki and... I was off contract, so I had I had nothing else uh, going into the new year period. So essentially, I was I was I was uh, I was in a lost place. Uh, I didn't really know where I was, where I was going, and I remember a few days after um, season finished, I just decided to um, like start something new and 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 started the new job. So um, there was a it was about a nine month, ten month period before. I could actually start that new job, um, and that kind of meant for me that I was out of job, I was out of money, and I didn't really know what I was doing. So for me, that kind of gave me a little bit of uncertainty. Uh, I didn't feel very good about it either. Um, and I think for me, being labelled as a rugby player, I thought I was a rugby player, and I thought that I had to always be a rugby player 24-7, and... Now that I was off contract and I wasn't a rugby player, I was struggling to f- figure out who I was. So in my mind back then, I didn't think that being a rugby player, you could work a nine to five as well because you're meant to be a professional rugby player and that's what I thought I was. Um, it kind of hit me in the face real quick that I had no job and again, I had no money. So I was quite stubborn in that in that period as well because I didn't, I didn't go looking for a job. Um, I got forced to take a CV down the road, down in uh, one of the main streets of Auckland and try my hand at a retail job and hand in my CV. I probably spent maybe three hours down the main street, didn't get a single look in. Um, hadn't worked in retail one bit. Uh, pretty much the only work that I'd done was working on the farm with mum and dad back home and uh, stacking shelves at the local Foursquare. So a lot of my time was consumed with playing rugby and then as soon as I gave up, I, was, I had literally had no idea what I was doing and I suppose when I look at it like there'd be a lot of other people out there in that similar position that were at a far higher level than me in, in, in the rugby sector so um, mine's pretty low end to be honest uh, man when I when I reached these crossroads I, I had like 10 months to myself to think well I'm not supporting myself I'm living at home I'm not paying for any rent no food and that, that made me feel guilty and I thought, shit, I better pull my head in here. I better do something that is going to provide value to me. It's going to keep me afloat as well. And it probably took me about a week to kind of figure out what I wanted to do. And at the start, it wasn't it wasn't a podcast. So I decided to start this new initiative that by the time I started my new job, I'd kind of have two separate incomes. And I did start at quite low level, but what I did was I tried to find an idea that I could monetize off straight away and get quite a lot of profit for, but I also wanted it to 
have a little bit of a twist and uh, and for me I've always wanted to do something different so the whole reason why this whole you could call it a side hustle if, if you want kind of started for me was when um, was off the back of all of those different thoughts and experiences so um, but my missus was paying for groceries some days and some weeks and I was pretty much just a sack of shit and there's a lot of learnings for me down the um, down that road and I'm pretty grateful that I had to experience that. It was definitely humbling coming from coming from an environment where everything's given to you and all you have to do is turn up and do your thing to you can't even pay for groceries or petrol. So um, again, real humbling experience and uh, something that I'm that I'm grateful for now. Um, so I started an initiative that I'd, I would go to op shops, I would get clothes that I thought would cool, um, two dollars, one dollar and probably buy like $30 worth of stuff. I'd take photos of it, I'd wash it, I'd take it home, and I'd sell it for $10 with free shipping. So essentially I'd be making $8, $9, and then I'd be giving 10% of the donation to Mental Health Foundation. So there was a little bit of a catch there. And then the rest of the money, I'd go out and buy more clothes as well. So I think well, I didn't end up with much profit in the end. I probably did it for about six months maybe, um, and then I kind of started a new job and it definitely fell by the wayside. So, um, I wanted to, I wanted to have a little bit of a catch. I called it always loved because a lot of the garments that I was choosing from op shops were old. Um, but I still thought that they were kind of like that retro vintage type of look. Um, and I kind of wanted that mental health spin on them as well. So the reason behind the name was if people were, in, in a dark space, um, if they were struggling mentally with their emotions, etc., I kind of wanted, I kind of wanted to give it that feel that they were always loved. But on the flip side, in terms of clothes, them being old clothes, but me still thinking that people could rock them and people would suit them, like the clothes were always loved as well. So that's how, that's how that all came about in relation to. Um, kind of that whole first idea and that's where it all began for me and I, that was really good for me and I really enjoyed it so I used to ship them off in brown paper bags, um, eco-friendly um, so I was trying to do a lot of things that would help me beneficial uh, that was beneficial to me mentally emotionally I felt good giving money away um, and all the profit was going back into into getting more clothes and stuff so there's a, a few boxes at, at home that I've still got heaps of boxes uh, sorry heaps of clothes in them um, but that's kind of where it started and then like I made a little logo on my phone um, nothing special and then as I kind of started the new job and I kind of settled in I kind of had a little bit more time to kind of start up start it up again and by this time it was about three or four months down the track and I kind of I wanted to rebrand it more so because I didn't like the way it looked. It wasn't aesthetic, um, and given by all the successful kind of young businesses and small side hustles, they were a lot more aesthetic and just a few other things that I was pretty keen on changing as well. So um, I did keep it as always loved for a bit, and I think at this stage I was about almost a year um, out of the out of the rugby environment and. I was kind of at a stage where people knew that I wasn't coming back to the game and they had a lot of questions. So I struggled to 
I struggled to articulate the reason why I left. Um, and if you want to know that story, it's uh, back earlier in in the, the early numbers of the podcast. I think it's maybe one or two. So I really struggled um, articulating the reason why I left the game. And for me, making a podcast and explaining that in that sense uh, helped me a lot. And it definitely took a big weight off my shoulders because I felt like I was expected to be this person but then I wasn't and then people were like oh well, what's this dude up to at the moment and so it was kind of it was kind of a way to get my story across and then by the time I did that and I felt comfortable enough I thought well this is actually you know this is pretty cool I'd love to hear other people's stories and I want to get more guests on and stuff so I started what was called the always love podcast and if you listen from the start you'd always hear me introducing the podcast as the always love podcast but obviously now it's the CRM podcast so um that was kind of how I moved forward uh, for a while and then I probably did maybe three or four episodes um and then fell off the bandwagon again um and obviously we all know that successful businesses and stuff their content's consistent eight nine ten posts a day um, and mine just wasn't that, so I didn't put a lot of time into it, and then I moved to Auckland, so when I moved to Auckland, I definitely, after I settled in here, I wanted to start it up again, and I did, um, at this stage, I wanted <laughs> I wanted to rebrand again, so I pretty much, I pretty much thought of a new name, um, at the time, I was big on, like, personal brand and stuff, so I wanted to build my brand, I wanted to kind of build everything around me to, I was kind of thinking of like a businessman and an entrepreneur, even though I'm not one, so I decided to call it the CRM podcast, which is my initial, Sharan River Matoi, um, for those of you guys don't know, um, so I started I started the CRM um, podcast, I pretty much just changed the name, I changed uh, the logo, I changed um, how everything worked, and I started up again, which was really, really cool, and um, it probably took me three or four months to do maybe two or three episodes um, and then I got to the point where it was something that I really, really wanted to do and um, I, I changed everything again. I changed my Instagram, I changed the podcast and this is kind of where it's at now. So it's been a bit of a journey. Um, there's been about three or four rebrandings there um, but I'm really happy with with one, how it looks now but two, more so the feel about it and I've been in this podcast kind of space and realm for about a year now and I think some advice that I'd give to someone if they want to start a podcast is you've just got to start it and you're not going to have the best podcast when you first start. You're going to have poor quality. You're going to make mistakes. Your content's not going to be the best but you not, you don't you don't know that unless you start and you don't have those thoughts and learnings unless you're unless you're you know you're, you've done it. So that's something that I'm proud of. I'm proud that I've started it. I'm proud that I've done it, and I'm proud that I've um, that I've carried it on. And um, I'm really, really enjoying this a lot more than what I was when I started it as well. So uh, that's a bit of a background as to kind of the podcast, how it came about, why I started it. Um, yeah, hope you guys enjoy.